Welcome to the Generation Arrow podcast. Generation Arrow provides wisdom and instruction for raising children to fulfill their God-given purpose. And now here's our host, author, teacher, and leader mom, Keely Schaefer. Well, hey there, family. Welcome to episode seven of the Generation Arrow podcast. And I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. When I first started the podcast, I always knew I was going to talk about today's subject because it was such a revelational thing for me and my family. So I knew I wasn't going to hold out on you. I was definitely going to pass this information on to you one day. And we're going to talk about nothing missing, nothing broken, God's family provision. And by the end of this podcast, you're going to have more clarity than ever about how God wants to increase your family more and more. It's been about five or six years ago that I listened to this minister, and she was talking about the Hebrew word shalom. Now, I'd heard of shalom. I'm sure you've heard of shalom, and I just always thought shalom means peace. Well, it does mean peace, but it is much more. When someone says shalom, it actually means wholeness. Well-being, wholeness in your health, wholeness in your safety, your prosperity, full restoration. But I love what this lady said. She said, in a nutshell, shalom means nothing missing, nothing broken. In John 14, 27, when Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, he's actually saying, I'm leaving you with shalom. So nothing shall be missing, nothing shall be broken in your life because you have my shalom. And the Lord started dealing with me about shalom. And he said, Keely, what's broken in your life? What's missing in your life that you've just been putting up with day after day after day? And do you know the first thing that rose up in my heart? Dish towels. (laughs) Yeah. You're probably thinking, uh, that was not what I expected. That was not a very spiritual answer. But really, I don't know why that came up in my, my heart. But I had been using those same dish towels for about 10 years. And they were in bad shape. They were faded. They were stained. And the Lord said, Why are you using these rags? And I said, Lord, I've been using them this way for so long that it didn't bother me. And he said, it bothers me. There were so many other things that I felt were a financial priority that I wouldn't even let myself think about little things like dish towels that needed replacing. And and moms, you know, we can be the worst at this you know, where we're doing without so the rest of our family can have what they need. But we've really got to watch that mentality because sometimes we can get into pride about how much we can do without. Like, look how I barely spend any money on myself. Look at all the things I'm giving up. I've not had a haircut in three years and it's fine though. It's worth it. So we don't want to have that kind of an attitude. But God was saying, Keely, this is important to me. You're my daughter. I've left you my shalom. 
You don't have to live with brokenness and lack in your life and in your family. And the Lord started opening my eyes to things around me that were broken. I had a pair of black dress shoes that the heels had looked like they'd been chewed up on. And every winter season, I'd go in there, get those black shoes, and I'd get my black Sharpie, and I'd start covering all the scratches with the Sharpie. I'd put them on, and I'd think, hey, from a distance, no one can tell that there are scratches on these heels. They're fine. And I had mismatched dishes and plates, chipped up dishes, mismatched silverware that had accumulated over a 25-year time frame. I had this purse. It was a black purse, and the strap was all cracked up and worn, and I just used it. I just kept using it. I was blinded. (laughs) I was blinded to things that were broken and missing all around me. I had gotten used to those things. In Psalm 23, 1, it's a, it's a passage most of us are familiar with. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And in the Amplified Classic, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I really like that version. God is not a God of lack. He's a good shepherd, and a good shepherd provides well for his flock. He cares for their every need. They're well supplied. That's who our God is, and we don't have to live in lack. He wants to super abundantly do more than we could ever hope or think in our families and in our kids. And you know, one of the very worst things that we can ever say to our kids, we can't afford that. Because what we're saying is, son, you're limited by what we make at our jobs. Or daughter, you can't go any further than what our bank account shows. Now, I'm all for budgets. I'm all for using wisdom. But family... The pressure to provide for your kids is not all on you. And to think that it all rests on your shoulders, and if it's ever going to happen, it's going to be something that you're going to have to pay for, well, you're just edging God right out of the picture. Kevin and I, we have seen God provide for our kids in miraculous ways, way beyond what we could have afforded with our own natural means. But we were cautious to say, or not to say, that we can't afford it. And if it was something that our kids really wanted, we'd say, hey, let's ask God to make a way. And we directed their attention away from us to who their real provider was. When our daughter Cameron was in eighth grade, she was all about theater, especially musical theater. She loved it. And at the time, her aspirations were to be on Broadway. And her dreams have changed over the years. But eighth grade Cameron was going to be a star on Broadway. And it turned out that her theater class was planning a several-day trip to New York at the end of the year 
they were going to go to Broadway and all kind of sites and of New York. And it was just going to be a trip of a lifetime. And of course, Cameron wanted to go. We looked at the cost and it was way out of our budget at the time. And we could have easily brushed it off and said, Cameron, we can't afford it. It's just too much. And that would have been that. But we knew that Cameron really wanted to go. And we really wanted Cameron to go. And so we said, Cam, let's ask the Lord to make a way to do this. And we put down a minimal deposit. And by the time of the trip, it was paid in full. I'm not sure exactly how we got all the money to pay for it, but we just kept chunking little bits of money here, there, all year long, and it was taken care of. And Cam had a Broadway memory that was provided by a God who loved her very much. And we have seen God do this time and time and time again for our kids. And I'll tell you another story. Our daughter Delaney, this happened just this summer. She was finishing up her second year at college in Tulsa. She came back to Houston for a couple of weeks and she said, Mom, there is an opportunity in Tulsa and it is to be a worship intern at my church there. And I really feel God calling me to do it. The first thing that I thought of, and I'm going to be real, that came in my mind was dollar signs because I thought she's going to have to get an apartment or live with somebody and share apartment rent. She's going to have much more food costs. I thought dollar signs and I thought she's been at college all this time and I'd like her to be with me for the summer. But the Lord arrested me. I didn't say, Delaney, I don't think this is a good idea. That's what I wanted to say, but I didn't. And I said, Delaney, the Lord will make a way. If you really want to do this, I believe he'll make a way. But dad and I, we're not going to foot the bill for you to go to Tulsa. So let's ask God to make a way. And that's what we did. And a couple of days later, we open the mailbox and there is a $300 check from a dear lady that knows Delaney, but and Delaney knows her, but they don't communicate really. They don't talk to each other. But this lady said that the Lord had put Delaney on her heart and she sent this money. Well, it was enough money for Delaney to get back on the road to Tulsa. She had found somebody to stay with, a friend in an apartment. And so that set her off on her trip. It wasn't enough to get her through the whole summer, but she just went there by faith. About a week later, another check in the mail. It was $1,000 from her college for a reimbursement for I don't even recall what. She had some babysitting jobs, but she was provided for all summer long. Mom and dad didn't do that. The Lord did that. God is good. He will provide 
for your kids and your family, just like he did for us. I don't ever want to get used to living in lack again. And I don't want that for you either. I don't ever want you to make accommodations for lack, like me with the dish towels. Sometimes we don't even realize that these little things, which seem very minor, that they're actually cultivating a spirit of lack in our families. It's feeding this mindset of we never have quite enough. And you may say, Keely, I don't have a lot to spend to get a bunch of things right now. Okay, I'm not asking you to handle everything all around you right now, but I am going to ask you to step out in faith and start doing something. Start pushing towards abundance, getting out of lack in your family. So start small. I'm going to give you a few ideas. How about putting in a new light bulb in your lamp? You know, the one that's in the corner of your living room that barely gets used? Go ahead. Go, go put a new light bulb in that lamp and let it be all it's created to be. Use it to its fullest potential. Click that thing on and let it shine. Or what about your chirping smoke alarm? The one that's needed a new battery for weeks and you just don't want to go to the trouble to change it? Or maybe it's been chirping for so long that you don't hear it anymore. Yeah, that's the one. Go put a new battery in it. What about that red flashing light telling you to change your water filter on your refrigerator? Yeah, you know, the light you've overlooked for so long that you don't see it anymore. If you didn't want filtered water... Why did you get a refrigerator that filters water? It's because you wanted filtered water. So go ahead, believe God to give you the increase to buy that new filter and enjoy that clean, pure water again. Or how about setting your oven clock to the right time? I know the electricity went out a while ago and it's a hassle to change the time, but Go ahead, get the clock set where everyone who looks at it can actually rely on it being the right time. And you're probably laughing, but these things are thieves. God wants to increase us more and more, but he can only give us as much as we can receive. And stewarding the things that that you have right now with excellence and not allowing broken things to stay around or a bunch of things needing to be repaired. These things matter to God. And when we take care of them, we're saying, you can trust us, God, with whatever you give us. We trust you, God, to take care of us and provide for everything that concerns us. And believe me, our kids are taking note And this is going to be a part of their adult lives. It'll become a part of who they are and how they function. But if they get it, God's going to be able to pour into them without measure because they're going to have the capacity to receive it. So what's missing in your life? What's broken in your home? Maybe it's not a thing. Maybe it's your heart. 
Maybe it's your well-being. Maybe it's your relationships. Maybe you're a single mom and you feel that you're always lacking all the time, that there's not enough of you to go around. Or maybe you're a single dad and you just can't seem to make ends meet. Well, you don't have to put up with it anymore because God has given you his shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That's the God kind of life. And that's the legacy that we want to pass on to our children. It's a witness to the world when we're well taken care of. And it's a sign of the goodness of God and his favor in our lives. And this is the way that he wants us to live. I want to lead you in a prayer today, and I believe this is an area that we can all grow in. I'm still growing in it, y'all. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear God, you are my good shepherd. Forgive me where I failed to believe you weren't able to take care of me, even in the small things. Show me where there is brokenness in my life that I've tolerated Reveal things that are missing in my family that you want to provide. I receive your shalom for me and my children. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that this truth has raised your expectancy on all that God wants for you. You may want to listen to this one several times. It's it's sure not going to hurt anything. It was transformational for me and and for my family, and it changed my whole perspective, the whole way that I live. Now, I do want to mention that if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Facebook, I'm posting a lot of content there that I hope will inspire you. And also, it's a great way for us to be able to meet each other on those platforms. So until next time, family, be abundantly blessed and may our arrows be mighty on the earth. We hope this podcast has enriched your life and given you some valuable resources on raising your children. For more information about Generation Arrow, visit our website at generationarrow.life. That's generationarrow.life. And may our arrows be mighty on the earth.